Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so happy that you are here. Blow you stay that y'all are doing well. I hope you're creating stuff. I hope you're believing in yourself. Y'all don't know it, but every time I get up here to record an episode, I'm so sweaty. I get so nervous. I don't know what it is. Like no one's looking at me and I'm recording this so it doesn't have to be perfect. I could edit it, but you know, I'm not going to do all that. I'm really good on, you know, hear these stutters, get these stutters. Okay. So that you don't have to feel like you have to be perfect because girl, I'm far from it. (laughs) But anyway, thank you guys for listening to another episode. Oh, as always, the music is brought to you by Lowray, the producer. Check her out. Her information is in the description. And this episode is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective, a free community that I just started, which I'm so excited. Women have been joining. I'm so excited. Thank you for joining. And we talk about everything, our creative journey, our health, like our wellness, our mental state, all that good stuff, all the things that matter. Community is what it's all about. And so there we get meetups and book clubs and challenges and courses and workshops and special guests, support groups, behind the scenes information. We take Q&As and we're planning a retreat, which I'm really excited about that. So if you are interested, if you are free, if you have the capacity, again, it's free. Feel free to bring a friend. Join the, the, the ooh, join the Black Girl Creative Collective. <laughs> See, here y'all go. Here's the imperfections. But we're showing up anyway. So welcome to this episode. And thank you all for being so kind because I know y'all here and y'all be like, girl, what are you trying to say? <laughs> But yes, oh, thank you guys for being here. Let's get into today's episode. So there's something that I've talked about before on this podcast. And this podcast, I say, is always for Black girl creatives in recovery. And so some people wonder, like, what exactly does that mean? What does it mean to be in recovery? Because when we think of recovery, we think of, like, either someone being injured and being, like, rehabilitated back into health, or we think about someone who might struggle with addiction. And so they might, you know, go through you know, rehab to recover from their addictions. Um, But really, I want to talk about what I mean when I say recovery. So first of all, Black girls in recovery is is kind of like, in my mind, a rehab of sorts, you know? I guess that's a good example. Like, when you think of rehabbing someone or rehabilitation, it's getting them back to their homeostasis, back to the place of normalcy, of health, of like being in good, in 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 a good place in life, right? And so... I know that as Black girl creatives, we were born creative. We were born free. We were born excited and and um, full of joy and hope and dreams, right? But something somewhere along the way went wrong. Somebody said something awful to us. Somebody, you know, drowned our dreams. They said that our dreams are trash. They said we weren't talented. You know, we saw someone else try to do something and we saw them fail, you know, whatever it is, or, you know, we tried and we failed and we said never again, right? Something happened to make us believe that we were no longer black or creatives, that we were no longer whole, that we were no longer safe, that we were no longer good enough. You know what I mean? And so one of my goals here is to rehab black or creatives back to the place of knowing without a shadow of a doubt that you were created enough. You were created whole. Like there's nothing lacking in you, you know? And it's really hard to do that in this world. It's really hard, especially when this world is telling you your worth is dependent on how much you make, how many followers you have, how successful, using air quotes, 
in their eyes you are, not even your own eyes, but in their eyes. And if you deviate from any of those things, then you're a failure. And so there are a lot of Black girl creatives in, in hiding out there, people who are afraid to call themselves creatives, afraid of being seen, afraid of taking chances, afraid of being creative, like afraid of being creative for themselves who are blocked because of the things that, that have happened in their lives. And so one of the ways that I want Black girls to recover is them recovering a sense of self, a sense of self, right? Some women go through life and they don't even know who they are. They have no idea what they like. They have no idea what breaks their heart. And it's like they kind of just passively go through life, like they're missing out on being present. And that's not a life worth living. Like God puts you here to taste all the flavors, to see all the colors, to experience all the emotions, no matter how sucky those emotions can be. But like you living a life that's just passive and just like, oh, I am who I am to other people. No, you have an identity that God himself gave to you, that he breathed into you. And so a lot of black girl creatives by way of other people have lost their sense of self and their sense of self-worth. They think that because old boy broke their heart or old girl broke their heart, that they're not worthy anymore, you know? And when I say old boy, old girl, I don't even mean romantic relationships. That could very well be the case. I also mean friendships. Like friendships have a way of just like breaking you down. There's something so intimate about those relationships that when they go south, so do we. You know, like we feel like, oh, like a family member has died. It's like mourning a death. And it is a death of a relationship that we put so much stock and value into. And if you follow me on YouTube, then you know that I've talked about this before on one of my lives that I have every week where I create and talk about something dear to my heart. And I talked about my experience with heartbreak through friendships and how that really wore on my self-esteem as a person, but also on my art. I lost my self-worth. I lost myself in them. I was dumbing myself down so much that I lost who I really was, that I was making apologies for who God created me to be. I'm very sensitive, right? And so a lot of people like to, you know, weaponize someone's sensitivity. Like they like to say, oh, um, why are you so sensitive? You need tougher skin, like da 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 And it's like, no, sensitivity is a gift that a lot of people have lost. And people need people who are sensitive. Like it's necessary. I digress. In those relationships, I felt like I couldn't be my sensitive self. I felt bad for crying. I felt bad for feeling bad if someone had treated me horribly. Like, I'm like, oh, is something wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like, I lost my sense of self. And because of that, my relationship with myself suffered. And it didn't, and I didn't realize how much it suffered until those relationships broke off. Because now who was I? I wasn't their punching bag anymore. And that's who I thought that I had to be for them to love me. And I had to really rediscover and redefine and really like go back, honestly, because at some point I knew that I was worthy. Babies know they're worthy. They don't come in questioning their worth. They're like, no, feed me. I'm worthy of food, right? I'm worthy of hugs. Give me things. Like as as rude and and as selfish as kids are, they know that they're worthy, right? But we're taught that we're not. And so I had to go back to that selfish place, like that selfish, like that self-focus and really like go to God and be like, yo, who am I? And I'm still in the journey. I'm not even there yet. So I'm sharing this as I'm in process. But one of my goals here is even as I recover a sense of self and self-worth that you do the same. What happened to you? Who was it? Who did it? What they say? How did it feel? You know what I mean? What lie did you believe for so long? And what can we do to undo that damage? Because that's not the truth of who you are. Who you are is not who they said that you are. It's not. It's not. And so That's one of my goals here. And again, if you join the collective, then you'll know like that's one of the things that I push heavily is like, 
Who are you? Who you are is not dependent on what you make and all this other stuff that doesn't matter. That it's not even it's not even who your friends say you are. It's who your creator says you are. You go to a camera, you buy a camera, the manufacturer tells you how to use that camera. It tells you, you know, the worth, its value. It tells you what button you can do with this and what you cannot do with this and what you should not do with that or else it's going to break, right? Our creator is the only one who has the instructions to us. Our creator is the only one who can tell us what we're made for. And so without that, without our creator, we out here just lost, confused, trying to find our worth in stuff that's just not fulfilling, that won't fulfill, that won't satisfy. Because they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't even know for themselves half the time. So we can't base our self-worth and ourself on other people. Another way to recover that I'm, another aspect of recovery that I'm focusing on here is recovering your creativity. Again, we're born creative. Kids, you see them, you give them a, a box they're in a time machine, they're in a castle, right? They're in a car, whatever it is. Like you give them anything, they, they're they creative because that's the gift that God gave them to be creative. You know what I'm saying? And so at some point we felt like, oh, well, I'm not an artist. I'm not a painter. I'm not a singer. I'm not a sculptor. So I'm not creative. When in reality, we are creative every single day, right? And creativity doesn't have to look like what it looks like for other people, You can create meals, you can create people, you can create a home, you can create a safe space for other people to come and talk to you. You feel me like you problem solve all day long and you think you're not creative and that's not the case. So my goal here also is to help black women creatives to recover their sense of creativity, to find something that they'd like as a hobby, to find something they like that brings them joy, that they can give to other people. I talked to you all about my mother and how she is recently like just discovering she likes making soap. It's bringing her great joy. There's so much soap in the house, y'all. There's <laughs> so much soap. But I love it because she's recovering her sense of creativity. Her, she's recovering her sense of creativity and she's trying to start a business with it. And I feel like there are skills that we haven't even tried or tapped into. And she's in her 60s. So it's not too late for you. Like this lie that like, oh, it's too late. I can't be creative. It's a lie. It's stupid. It's dumb. Okay. It's, it's, it's capitalism at work trying to make you feel less than. You're worthy and you have creativity. You are inherently creative. And when we stop thinking about it too much, we see all the ways in which we are creative. Did you get your child to eat their food today? The food that they didn't want to eat? You're creative, sis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, did you, for all my teachers out there, did you did you create a lesson that a child got and understood? You create, like, even though the information is there, you had to be creative in a way that, be creative so that they can receive it in a way that benefits them. All child aren't made the same. All children aren't made the same. You know that. You know that. So you are creative. Listen, for people in the struggle, okay? I see you. I feel you. You will get real creative with some noodles, right? <laughs> you will you will jazz up some noodles. I do it. Add a little spice here, a little, you know, maybe add some shrimps or some chicken or whatever to make it like pop. That's creativity. Through the struggle, trying to have a meal that's enjoyable. Even through struggle, you're creative. So recovering a sense of creativity it's really easy when we let our when we focus on the stuff. So again, in the collective, we talk more about that. So feel free to join. Also, recovering your dreams. Oh, so many dreams are just like in the grave. So many dreams unshared, unfulfilled, right? There's something freeing about sharing your dreams with somebody who cares about you and who is safe. Don't share these dreams with people who just want to crap on you and tell you that you're not good enough and all this other stuff. No. There's something freeing about telling someone, you know what I dream of being debt-free? Because you know what that does? One, it takes the shame away from your dreams and it also puts the dreams in somebody else's ears and maybe they might have the steps to help you get to, help you get to that point. 
You know, it might be your lifelong dream to be published and you might be stuck in your own head and be like, you know, I want to be published, but I don't have like, you know, a representative. I need to write to like a publisher when somebody could teach you how to publish your own books, right? We're in our own way. There are dreams that we have that God gave us that we're just not giving the time of day because we don't feel like it's enough because we're questioning and we're second guessing. And because we think that we have to have all the answers and we don't. Dreams thrive in community. They thrive in the sunlight, not in the dark, in the quiet, in the secret places. Who can you share your dream with today? A safe place. Who can you share that with? And even if it's just getting it out of your head and writing it down and on paper and making it real, making it tangible, making it something you can see, giving yourself permission to dream. I often speak about our ancestors and how they were not, they were not capable of dreaming beyond what they saw. A lot of them just dreamt of freedom, of peace, of being able to raise their babies without worrying if they're going to be killed. And a lot of that is still happening today. But because of us and the technology and where we are in society now, not saying that it's 100% better because it's not, we know that it's not, but we still have the ability to dream far beyond what our ancestors could ever think of dreaming. What? Like, you know, people being raised on plantations my ancestors could not dream of me having a podcast where people listen to me, where people value my opinion, where people see me as worthy, as anything but property. And so for you, there are still some dreams in you that I don't want you to take to your grave. There are dreams that need to be fulfilled. There are dreams that only you can be, that you can bring to the table and that with the help of community, you can bring to fruition. And let me tell you something else about dreams. They're not just for you. They're for other people. Your dreams are supposed to impact community, are supposed to change lives, right? Like even if your dream is to be rich, why? So that your people can't don't suffer no more. That should be the dream. Your dreams are given to you for a reason. And so we need you to fulfill those dreams. And so through Black Girl Creative, one of the things I want to help Black women recover are their dreams and the dreams of their ancestors because a lot of those dreams we still carry with us. They're still running through our veins. Those dreams matter. Another way I want Black girl creatives to recover is through trauma and injury. You talking abuse, neglect, depression, anxiety, mental health issues, physical ailments, you name it. Like being cheated on, be emotionally abused. Women have experienced it. Black women have experienced it. Black men have experienced it. Like we're all traumatized. And we're just getting to the point where talking about that stuff is appropriate and it's okay. It's okay. It's starting, it's starting to become okay, I'll say, right? And so while I'm not a therapist, I am very much so like petitioning people to go to therapy because therapy is for everybody. But if you cannot, right, get in safe places. And so in Black or Creative, we're going to have support groups talking about that stuff, talking about the trauma we face, talking about that stuff. So we can be a sounding board and a listening ear and a support for Black or creatives in recovery. In recovery, because I promise you that trauma and that injury, right? For one, for example, not even abuse, right? But exhaustion. Exhaustion is an injury. Being exhausted is an injury, right? You're living beyond your means. You're doing too much, right? You're overwhelming yourself. And so because of because of a person being exhausted, they can experience so many, so many ailments, so many stress-related ailments, exhausted-related ailments, like they can sleep horribly, like all the stuff is impacted by the trauma we put ourselves through. And yes, exhaustion is trauma. And so if we can come together and talk about, okay, how can I support you? 
Let's look at your schedule. Let's look at how you're overwhelming yourself. You know what I'm saying? Talking to other women who feel like they had to do it all to, to, to do it all themselves and realizing, oh, I actually don't have to do it all. It's okay to say no. That's what community provides. And that's one of the things I want to help Black girl creatives recover from. And recover from addiction, right? Addiction. So again, I'm not a licensed therapist, but I know a lot of creatives that struggle with addiction. Addiction to trauma, like we seek out to be abused. We seek out to be um, neglected or or to be treated unfairly because it's what we're used to. It's because we can anticipate that versus hoping for better because then if our hopes are dashed, then our heart is broken. So trying to protect ourselves from that, we're addicted to the chaotic chaotic environments around us because it's what we know and I get it and I've been there and I'm still there. I'm trying to get out of that, right? That's what I want black girl creatives to recover. And all that comes to self-worth and what we think we deserve and the value we place in ourselves and the people in our own lives. And so, and, and also addictions to narcotics, alcohol, weed, whatever it is, whatever your advice is, people, boyfriends, people who are not healthy for us, right? A lot of creatives do this because they're tormented with their creativity. And I want Black girl creatives to see their creativity as not something to be tormented by, but as something to bless them and to bless other people. It doesn't have to be a place of torment. It doesn't. It doesn't. And so through all of this, like, I just want Black girl creatives to be able to recover and return to a normal state of health. So this is the definition of recovery. A return to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. And that's what I want Black girl creatives everywhere to experience. We have been beat down and abused for so long, and we're still in a lot of ways recovering from that, right? And our grandmothers are still alive, and our mothers are still alive, and we're still working through all that stuff, right? And the thing about creativity is that it is a gift. It is something for us to work through, but it's also something to heal us, like something to bring us joy, peace, comfort. You know, you think about the music people put out and we listen to, and it just calms us. It just makes us feel like, okay, I can take a deep breath. That's something somebody else created to heal somebody else. And they probably weren't even thinking about that when they were making it. They were probably making it for themselves. But you benefit from that. And in the same way, there are things that you can use in your recovery to help other people and to help yourself. And so if any of this sounds good to you, we have an event coming up on February 20th, February 20th, in in the Black Girl Creative Collective, a meetup. And so we're going to talk about these things, about recovering our dream space, recovering our dreams And recovering like our creativity and all that good stuff. And I'm so excited to talk about that with you guys because I feel like it's really important. It's like one of the missing pieces in our lives today. So if you're free, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, again, you can join the collective by clicking the link in the description. And I'll also be, you know, talking more about the event as the days come because it is a little early, a whole month early. But either way, um, if you're free, please come out. And if you are, if you have the capacity, join join Black Girl Creative Collective and get in community with like-minded women who are good, who are bomb, who are like about their mission, but also who love other people. You know what I mean? Get in community and um, I'll see you in the community and the collective. So yeah, so I hope this episode was helpful. I hope that you were able to get something from it. I know I was even talking about it. It's amazing because you all talk about how this benefits you. It also benefits me. I need to be reminded of the same things because I'm in recovery as well. And so I made this for Black Girl Creatives in recovery to live a life that they love, a life that they are proud of, a life that just feels good and fits. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, let's do this thing. 
So until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep loving, keep checking in with yourself. I love you. I see you. I'm so proud of you. And I will talk to you guys soon in the next episode, okay? Bye.